Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. Uh, i got to say, Zach, it should be a really exciting time for people around the world tonight. We are 12 hours away from The Incredibles 2 being released in cinemas. But as I sit here tonight, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit concerned. Incredibles 2, is this something you've been waiting for? Oh. For a while, I mean, it's a kid's movie, isn't it? I've only been waiting 14 years for it. It was my favourite movie as a kid. I used to dress up as all of the characters. I'd what alternate. Well, I'd alternate, depending on the day. Okay, so there's the guy, Mr. Fantastic? Yep, there's Is Elast- that right? Elastic Girl. Mr. Fantastic, that's, that's Fantastic Four. What's the main guy's name? <laughs> I don't know. Look, it's oh, been a long okay, time. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, well, this comes undone really quickly. <laughs> He's not a fan at all. It's been a while since I've watched them, but I have been keen for this movie, as I think a lot of people have for a very long time. Mr. Incredible as well. I mean, uh, the clue was in the title of the film. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was Mr. Fantastic, but it's The Incredible. <laughs> the thing is, though, Zach, is there's an element. I think there's going to be a lot of adults around the country wanting to go and see this movie over the weekend. You know, re- reconnect with their childhood, get the sequel to the movie they loved as a kid. But there's one major issue that's facing me, and I think it's going to face a lot of them as well. What's that? Uh, well, I think it's going to be about what we expect when we get there. Because mm. it's a kid's movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we're going to be walking into hostile territory in the cinemas. Mm. And I think we're going to need help. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Zach, I got a haircut today and my barber has let me in on a, a global conspiracy he thinks he's uncovered. Okay. Um, and I thought I'd bring it to the show because, you know, if this is true, people deserve to know. Well, if he's spreading the news on it, he can yeah. only... How many people's hair can you cut in one day? Ten? Yeah. Yeah, he can only tell ten people. You can tell, well, at least twelve <laughs> with people listening to this show. <laughs> Um, so it, it was quite a dramatic moment. The, the barbershop had emptied. The other barber had taken their break. So it was just him and I in there at this stage. Mm-hmm. Even though it was just the two of us, he leant in close and <laughs> he said, I got some info for you, which yep. is always a great way to start a sentence. Goes over, locks the door, yeah. <laughs> turns the open to closed. <laughs> yep. Shuts the blinds. Um, he says, you know, butchers. And I was like, yeah. He said, did you know that they're being bought out by vegans? I was like, mean? I haven't heard this. And he said, I'm pretty sure that I've noticed this happening, that my local butcher shop, a bunch of vegans have bought it and that they're secretly changing all the meat to meat substitutes and not telling anybody. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> and I was like, what makes you think that? And he said, we got some sausages from there the other week that tasted different. <laughs> okay, well, there's a lot of explanations that aren't yes. vegans have secretly bought the butcher and yeah. changed all the meat to fake meat. Oh, yes, yeah, no. Fake well, meat, you, it doesn't look like, I mean, sausages maybe, mm. but a steak, you couldn't make a steak look like a steak. Also, well, his theory generally is that they were transitioning the products bit by bit. So one right. day they might change the sausages, you know, the next day the, the steaks are different, the next day the mince is different. But I was like, I don't think if, if vegans were in control of the shop, they'd be okay with selling steaks for a day. Well, you know I what guess I mean? you could say if they were looking at the bigger picture, mm. they might say, I'll take this one for the team. We'll sell, <laughs> right. you know, 50% real well, meat for a while. They, look, there's, there's, a, there's a bigger picture, Dom. There's a lot to unpack. The first is, I, I think in his mind, vegans are an organized body yes. of people yep. who somehow have a central funding system and yep. they've decided to put that towards buying butchers. Mm-hmm. Now, secondly, he, so he, off that one experience of the sausages tasting weird just after they got new owners. Maybe the sausages were left out too long. Well, Maybe they're using out. a different recipe. Maybe yes. they were getting the sausages from somewhere else. Well, he said this has been the vegans' long game, in his opinion, to trick us out of eating meat. 
Right now, I don't. I don't know, Zach. You're a vegetarian. You, yeah. you. Uh, I reckon they'd let you into the vegan meetings. Um, um, yeah, I would have to put away my chalky milk. <laughs> yeah, but they let they let you at least in the door. Yeah. Um, I don't. That doesn't sound like vegans to me. I don't reckon they're trying to trick the world out of eating. If meat. they did, yes. If they did, mm. if that was true, yeah. And only one person has noticed. Mm. What's the harm? <laughs> I mean, if they bought all the butchers point. out, they yeah. gave them a good price for the store. That's true. Um, and they secretly changed everything and no one noticed. Yeah. So everyone thought they were still eating meat. Mm. What would the harm be? Well, I mean, that's... Not... Oh, hang on. <laughs> You're in on this. <laughs> well, did I tell you about my investment I recently made? <laughs> Which butcher shop do you own? <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, you know on the side I run a charity, the SFROS, the Society for the Restoration of Outdated Sayings. We take mm. old sayings that yeah. aren't relevant anymore and we bring them to 2018. It's a noble cause that you spend your time to. I know you meet once a week in an RSL and you bring up an old saying. Uh, how many at the meeting this week? Uh, big get? one, 17. That's your biggest yet. Yeah, it was a big one. I, I don't know if like someone put it on Facebook or something. That's exciting. But big turnout. So Catching on. What I have for you is I've got this, the saying yep. uh, and a suggestion of three new ones, Dom. Brilliant. You have to pick yep. the new one. Uh, tonight's saying that we're getting rid of is where there's smoke, there's fire. Can you okay. put that through the shredder, yeah, please? Start up the shredder. The issue with this one is, um, well, a lot of our country has fire bans. Well, and so true. there's a lot of people mm. where fires are unrelatable because they don't see them very often. That, that's a good point. I guess it was, a, it was an older saying probably from a time before we had such good fire services as well. However, the essence of the saying is still good, yeah. which means... Mm two things that are inherently linked together. When you see one, there's yeah. definitely the other one around. Yeah, no, it's still, look, it's still as a use. I mean, I, I imagine you and the society have these suggestions for me. What do you got? Our first suggestion to replace where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Uh, where there's protein powder, there's a douchebag. <laughs> um, what do you think? Yep, yep. I'm, I'm just wondering if I should publicly distance myself from that sentiment. Why? Or... Are you a big fan of protein powder? I'm not a big fan, but I have family members who are. And I'm just not... Why do you have to be that big? What do you mean? Do they play sports? Uh, no, no. So they don't play contact sports? In do fact... they work at the wharf where they have to single-handedly <laughs> pull in large ships? If they do, protein <laughs> powder's fine. Um, Otherwise, why do you need muscles that big? No, one is a counsellor. And one studying psychology. Yeah, they don't need it. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't need protein powder. Next one. Yeah. Actually, well, this one is about your family as well. Oh, great. All right. P- brilliant. <laughs> uh, where there's dairy, there's Dom. <laughs> yeah, well, Obviously, this is... you are the world's biggest milk fan. <laughs> I love milk. I love cheese. Uh, I had half a block of Colby cheese this afternoon, actually. I'm not feeling superb. Um, I wasn't going to, but... It was there and, you know. Um, (laughs) One thing led to another. One thing led to another. So, okay, well, I might not even need to hear the third. I mean, that's... Well, we'll just do the third. We'll do the third. We'll do the third just in case. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Uh, Wherever there's an Instagram model, there's a like from warning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, how often in the SFRS... Some people might say this charity has an obsession with Shane Warne. Do you love a lot of the sayings are about. It, that's what it, it shouldn't be bringing them to 2018. No. It's taking <laughs> sayings and making them relevant to Shane Warne. 
<laughs> well, what was the one we had recently? Something to do know. with like Shane Warne on Tinder. I think was actually. Oh on your yeah, hand. as uh, uh, instead of as happy as Larry. Yeah, as happy as, as Shane Warne on Tinder. <laughs> It works. It does work. What do you think? Okay, we're getting yeah. rid of uh, yeah. where there's smoke, there's fire. Yep. Uh, wherever there's protein powder, there's a douchebag. Where there's yeah. dairy, there's Dom. Or wherever there's an Instagram model, there's a like from Warney. Warney's backing up. He's back, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I just think, honestly, every one of these things works so well with him. So can we make that one official? Let's make it official. Yep. No longer <laughs> do we use where there's smoke, there's fire. We now use where there's an Instagram model, there's a like from Warney. <laughs> Give that a stamp. It's official. <laughs> it's official. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I'm a little bit concerned about uh, a... A movie trip I planned with some friends to go and see The Incredibles 2 over the weekend. Okay. The um, kids movie Incredibles? Well, yeah, kids, it's the long-awaited sequel, 14 years on from the original Incredibles But it's still movie. a kids movie, though. Well, yeah. They're not doing, like, an adult's version. No, but it's it's kind of what happened with Finding Dory a few years ago, Oh, that's right. right. You went to that one as well in the cinema. Of course I did. Packed out cinema, one of the best times of my life. Um, I went to an, a late-night screening of that one, though, which I think avoided most of the young children, which was uh, the problem I'm running into this weekend. Me and some friends have planned to go and see a 4.10 p.m. session. Can I classify the friends your age? Uh, they are my age, yes. Okay, so they're um, not children. They're not children. Me yep. and a few other adult friends have decided to go and see a 4.10 p.m. session on Saturday of The Incredibles 2. We all loved The Incredibles when we were younger. We're excited, as I think many people are, about them finally making a sequel. But as I was chatting with you about this last night, you brought up that we've probably picked the time that's going to be prime for young children. Yeah, well, it's a children's movie, and you're seeing it during the day. I don't know why you thought there weren't going to be children there. Well, I thought young kids had dinner at, like, 6 p.m. That's what I did when I was a yes, young Yes, but you're kid. going at 4, not four 6 p.m. Yeah, well... We'll go at 6 p.m. then. <laughs> I thought that had crossover with their dinner time. I thought it might be a bit late for How them. long do you think the movie goes for? <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing, like, two hours? What's well, a kid's yeah. movie? It's not going yeah. to be a three-hour... Marathon. <laughs> well, the point is, uh, rarely when you go and see a movie, because the, the films I would go and see, as I think is the same with most adults, you don't see many young children in there, right? Mm. They, they're not made for kids. Now that I'm crossing back into seeing a kid's movie at the cinema, I'm a bit worried about what I'm going to walk into. I don't know what it's going to be like. I saw Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs a few months ago, yeah. which um, has a bit of a crossover too. Some people think they're kids' movies. Mm. Had some dark themes. I, I don't think it was appropriate for kids. But there were a lot of kids in the cinema. Yeah, okay. I did not enjoy it. What do you mean? They were very loud. Right. They're talking well, through the whole thing. Yeah. There's like kids running up and down the aisles. There's a reason there's kids' movies mm. and adults' movies, and they shouldn't cross over. Well, I did notice that when I was looking at this particular session, it said parent room facilities available or something along those lines. Yeah. Which, That's an indicator that you yeah. shouldn't be there. Well, I mean, it does it does concern me that we are going to be basically in a crash yeah. on Saturday afternoon. That's right. And I want to know, 13, 10, 6, 6, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, people in a similar boat to me going to see this movie and not sure what a cinema full of kids will be like. 13, 10, 60, what's the worst thing maybe you've seen a kid do in a cinema? Maybe you did as a kid in a cinema? I, kind of so I know what to go in expecting. Because if, you know, if I know that someone's going to throw baby food at me... Yeah. At least that'll make it not as bad when baby it Baby food. No one's feeding what? a baby during a movie. No, in that scenario, what happened was... You were eating the baby <laughs> food. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking a, a, a kid was there with their younger, their baby brother yep. or sister who had the baby food and the kid threw. You know what I mean? 
Yes, I'm, I'm yeah, understand that, but they're not feeding it during in a dark room yeah, while the right. movie's going. Um, look, this is what I mean. Though. I have no idea, Zach. I'm completely, I'm completely in the dark on this. Yeah. So, look, uh, before this film comes out, before we go and see it, um, all the adults of the country and the world, thirteen ten sixty. What is the worst thing that you've seen a kid do in the cinema? We'll know what to to be ready for, I guess. I'll make some predictions. I think yeah. we're going to get some vomit stories. Okay. Uh, possibly something worse oh. than vomit. <laughs> I but I think there's not. going to be a lot of bodily fluids <laughs> expelled. Sam's in Warrigal. What have you seen, Sam? Um, unfortunately, one time at the cinemas, uh, there was a lady who had two crows in front of my partner and I. She had a child who soiled their nappy. Um, okay. Being an educator myself, you can definitely tell what kind of number twos you say that they've done. Mm. And um, it was it was quite smelly, yep. and the lady went and put it in the bin where people obviously put their empty <laughs> popcorn wrappers and all oh, that jazz, no. and she didn't even put a bag around it. Okay. It made it even worse. All right. Can I ask, Sam, how long into the film did the smell start wafting? Oh, probably about 30, 40 minutes. Okay, right. I don't want to sit through more than half of a film with that. Okay, so here's what we've learned so far. I need to take a peg in for the nose. That's an idea. Awesome Glen 20 might do it. Yep. This is what I think. This is helpful stuff, Sec. We can workshop this. Chantel's in Hobart. What have you seen, Chantel? Hi, guys. Um, so a very similar case to Sam. I recently went and saw the new Marvel movie, and I didn't expect kids to be at that movie. However, there was a five- or a six-year-old who also went number two, like oh. halfway through the film. <laughs> However, the parents were so indulged in yep. the film that they just left it, and the oh. kid just kept eating and just being really annoying. So eventually me and my best friend just got up and left, and then we just watched the rest of the movie online. We just couldn't deal with it. Okay, well, I wouldn't confess to a crime, Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would be fine with it. Yeah, that's I think true. the creators that's of the true. Marvel movie yeah. would be like, uh, under the circumstances, yeah. we'll be like, yeah, torrent away. In this one instance, we're going to give torrent an ill clear. All right, I, look, I didn't realise. There's a lot of poo stories. A lot of poo stories. And I don't know how mu- how often they steam clean seats at the cinema. Oh, never. So <laughs> that's making me worried as well. Okay. Oh, jeez. I'll be honest, it's starting to put me off going to see the movie. Hayley and Bendigo, what did a kid do in your cinema? Okay, first I, lean, I really need to just let, if anyone's eating, stop, because this is going to put you off, okay? Yeah. All right, so my daughter at the time, she's eight. Yep. My daughter's 14 now, so quite a few years ago, but this memory is just stuck in my mind forever, and I think it always will. Yep. I'm looking across at all these kids eating their little snacks and popcorn and chocolate, what so. This kid is just grabbing handfuls and handfuls of this popcorn, you know, shoving it into his face. Shoveling the popcorn. Next thing, vomits oh. into the bucket. <laughs> then he looks what he's done, and then he just oh, grabs no. it, the handful of the, the vomit popcorn, oh. throws it out onto the floor, <laughs> and continues to eat oh. underneath the popcorn. Oh. Underneath the popcorn. Whoa. Oh, my God. The popcorn underneath probably didn't have vomit on it. It was probably okay. I'm not going to the movie. I'm calling this trip off. I'm sorry. If this is what you expect from a cinema full of oh, children. Oh, you're so out of touch, mate. What? This is what being around <laughs> kids is like. <laughs> yeah. None of your brothers uh, have kids. <laughs> not yet. You don't, you, don't, you don't have any nieces oh, or nephews. You don't have any sons or daughters. It's constantly vomit and poo. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> 
All right. Well, do you know what, Zach? Are there any adult movies on over the weekend? <laughs> I think I'm going to go see one of them instead. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Pauline Hansen has tracked down an Incredibles costume for the premiere tomorrow. Actually, had to buy it on eBay. <laughs> one of my staff bought it on eBay and one size fits all. And I'll tell you what, I had trouble getting it to fit. Also, Donald Trump has the lead role in his school's production of Hamlet. By the way, you don't mind if I go off script a little bit because, you know, it's sort of boring. Got this beautiful speech, everything's wonderful, but a little boring. And Ariana Grande loves the feeling of having a fart ready to go. Before it's out when you're just sort of really excited and you haven't really, you know, released it yet, it's always really exciting. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it remains so affordable to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast or search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that five-star rating, Zach, and then you are into a world of fun. Who do we have frolicking this fine eve? Uh, well, firstly, Zach, we can welcome back Snoop Dogg, the official. Snoop Dogg, he's back. <laughs> now, last time Snoop Dogg was in, we couldn't figure out if it was a, a teenager called Cooper yep. or Snoop Dogg. We do have to let you know, Snoop Dogg, we yep. have brought in sniffer dogs. Yeah. If that's going to be an issue, <laughs> yes. we might have to have a chat. <laughs> we can work with that. Well, look, Snoop Dogg, the official, just says, um, hey, with what I think is about 20 Ys, yep. which uh, maybe that's how Snoop writes. I don't know. I haven't received many messages from him. Just saying, can you make more of those news poems? I always enjoy them. Trashy TV poetry. I assume that's what it is. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, we can, we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> Great. Well, and obviously we have a gallery. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah, um, in the Collective by... Now Forum, where yeah. you can see the old ones if you'd like. Yeah, stop by there. I mean, generally, you can get a glass of white wine yeah. as you wander around the gallery. Is um, that your choice in a gallery, is it? I've not really been to many art galleries, but I imagine they'd have a lot of white wine. Hmm. Or would it be more champagne? Probably more champagne, wouldn't I it? I think it depends on the event Yeah, <laughs> and probably what they're displaying. <laughs> That's true. I've only... I think a lot of the time you'd probably not be drinking anything, especially yeah. as a member of the public just coming in off the street. <laughs> Oh, so you're thinking the big galleries, right? Yes. So I was oh, you're thinking more... like a specific event. Yes, yeah. Okay. Right. Um, actually, there was one. So I was having dinner next to a small gallery once, and it was like a room probably no bigger than like maybe a general house living room. Hmm. There would have been, I think I could count like five or six paintings up on the wall, uh, and there were a lot of people in there having like wine and sitting around with nibblies and chatting. And I saw like the event thing at the front. It was a five-hour event. Hmm. Like, I don't think you have to stay the whole time. Well, <laughs> no, but I think these people were. And my thing was like, now, I don't, I don't get me wrong. I like, I, 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 <laughs> what do you think? It was one hour on each, on each painting. I like art as much as the next person. But Not I reckon, very much. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon like three minutes is the most I could do on a painting. Yeah. Um, even, even the best. You take me to the Mona Lisa. I can't get more than three minutes out of that. Last time I went to a gallery, I was really doing some... Riffing on everything, yeah. how stupid's <laughs> art, sure. all this is awful, it means nothing. I mm. turned around the corner and there's this one with ticking clocks, mm. represented different parts of your life that was ticking away. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it got me good. <laughs> I just stopped in my tracks and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm faced with my own morality. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> I need to tell my loved ones I love them. It really got me. And then you're back to paying out the sunflowers. No, I was um, 
my eyes were opened. Yeah, you've you've been one over to arts yeah. and seen. Great. Well, in that case, how would you feel about being the curator of our art gallery? I'd love it. Great. I you just take... need my uh, black thick rimmed glasses, <laughs> and I put a blazer on. Sure, but no five hour events. No. That's my rule. You you curate the art gallery. You you can take control of that, and I'll be running the bistro if you need to borrow some alcohol <laughs> for the event. Uh, next subject, we have dinosaur prancer in the collected noun forum. Uh, just saying, I'm living in New South Wales in the Southern Highlands. Have you heard of Barrel? Yes. Barrel in the New South Wales Southern Highlands. Um, if you guys ever come down, I'm sure Dom would fit right in as there are three lolly shops in total, including ones in the town over. I'd be thinking these days, Dom, specific mm. lolly shops yep. would be a dying breed, a shop that only sells mm. lollies. Uh, actually, they're on a comeback. You're, you're wrong. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm not well versed in the topic. <laughs> no, confectionery stores, look, you don't find many of them in the suburbs. I'll give you that. There's a couple around. Generally, they, they, there's a lot of confectionery warehouse type setups. Yep. Now, they're pretty good, but lo- very little handmade stuff there. Yeah, you, you're getting oh, your box so you, stuff. And then you have to go to these kind of... Touristy towns. Touristy towns, and yep. they have the artisan stuff. Well, I was in, you know, Arrowtown yes. uh, in New Zealand, just out of Queenstown. I was there last year with mum and dad. And um, we're walking through. It's like a historic village sort of setup. I think it had a lot to do with gold mining. Yeah, that would make sense. That was the sort of era I think they were going for. Um, but anyway, they had a, they had like one of these old-fashioned confectionery shops. You know, similar to kind of the sort of shop that Charlie buys his chocolate from in the original Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Can I just say, the glint in Dom's eye. Yeah. I've never heard him speak so <laughs> eloquently about anything. Um, as, as I speak right now, I'm there mentally. Yeah, um, and you put me there. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I spent... Actually, no, this is a fun game. Uh, in a confectionery shop in Arrowtown, New Zealand, yeah. how much yeah. do you reckon I spent? Well, how much would you usually spend on confectionery? An average person, I'd say under $5. Yeah. And this then I'd is... say Dom's on holidays. It's a specialist place. Also, it's day two of the holidays, so all the optimism so and energy is there. Up. Yep, yep. It's early. 25 Mate, come on. I mean, how long have we been working together? 62 $62? What did you get? Uh, I got a lot of fudge uh, yeah. to begin with. Well, that will stock you up because that's pretty expensive. Yeah, fudge. And they had some great fudge, mm. right? It was outstanding fudge. Um, and on top of that, I just got a lot of bags of various things. I had some rare, like, confectionery from, like, overseas and stuff that I hadn't seen much before. Yeah. And I'm a connoisseur, Zach. Yeah. I'm not going to say no. So uh, it, You're it, a cultured man. Absolutely. You like experiencing other cultures through yep. their confectionery. Now let's play a second game. How long did the $62 worth of confectionery last me until it I've was all gone? I've seen you rip through fudge before. Yeah. So I'm going to say it didn't last 24 hours. It was gone by nightfall. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not feel good. That was uh, that next day we had a fair bit of driving to do, and that was not that was not a fun day for me. Uh, but like, look, you're 100% right, Dinosaur Prancer. I'm a big fan of confectionery stores, and Barrel is on my list. They've also gone on to say that they uh, need some help. They're trying to convince their mum that they're responsible enough to get a pet rat. Yeah. Is there any advice that we could give? Any way we could help out on this? Well, start with a rock. That's not a bad idea. A pet yeah. rock. Yep. Um, show that you can look after that. Yep. And then you move up to a boulder. Um, sure. Then maybe a living thing like a plant. Yeah. And then you could move on to a rat. I reckon you can start with a plant. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think you can. Dinosaur oh, plants. Okay. I, hey. I, I think you can skip the rock and boulder stages. Yeah. Uh, I can see what Zach's doing, but I reckon you can start with a plant and say, Mum, if I can keep this plant alive for three months, can yeah. I get a rat? Well, let's recall yeah. our experiences in childhood. Did you have a pet yourself outside of your dog, like a smaller pet that you looked after? I had a fish. Fanta the fish. Okay. What yeah. happened to Fanta? Fanta lived for, uh, actually, a, 
a concerningly long time. <laughs> there was Against a stage, all odds. Yeah, there was a stage where Dad uh, said, should we contact Guinness World Records? Because I honestly think this fish might have... Because we honestly... Now, this sounds dark. Yeah. We were getting a bit sick of Fanta. <laughs> no, only Just set it free. Only we can't set a goldfish free. You could put it in a pond. I guess you could. Well, we heard about what happened to Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> last night in a pond, so maybe not. <laughs> well, the, the situation was every time we went away, someone because we didn't have any other pets at this stage, someone would have to come to our house to feed the goldfish every day, mm. right? Which was quite an onerous task. And there was a stage where we finally had gotten a dog, mm. and we're like, well, now we've got another pet. The goldfish has been here for 11 years yeah, but or something. Yeah, not taking up space. Well, it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I, look, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't want Fanta's relative listening to this thinking, don't besmirch the name of, of Fanta. But it just, uh, there's only so much novelty you can have with a goldfish. Do you want to know my goldfish story? Yeah. My sister had a goldfish. Yeah. She got sick of it. Sure. About a week, um... A week before, though, I was mm. talking to her and I was asking her some questions about goldfish ownership. Yeah. I said, do they ever sleep? Mm. And she goes, no, yeah, they don't They don't sleep and stay still in the water. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, I don't know because I haven't had a goldfish. You have. Yep. A week later, she gets sick of it and she brings it into my room and she says, you can have the goldfish if you want it. Sure. And I was like, this is great. What a day. Um, a few hours later, I went back to her and I was like, you are so wrong. <laughs> they do sleep. <laughs> And she's like, no, they don't. I'm like, come in. Come have a look. Look at it. It's sleeping. Upside down on top of the water. (laughs) And she's like, you killed it. How did you kill the goldfish? I didn't touch it. I think she gave me a dud goldfish. Oh, what? So you I think, think it was sick. Yeah. She didn't want the responsibility. Right. She gave it to me and it died on my watch. <laughs> okay. Well, what? Do so you think she poisoned the goldfish just before she gave it to you? I don't know, but it was, she, a, it was suspicious timing. Did she frame you? Were you framed for the death of this goldfish? We threw the goldfish um, over the back deck, the carcass, right? <laughs> what? Why? Well, where else are you meant to You're put meant it? You meant to flush them, aren't you? Well, it's, it's compost. Uh, decompose. So you just chucked it on the on the lawn. Well, the issue was it didn't really decompose because I was walking through the garden <laughs> a few weeks later and I found a fish skeleton. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's where that got to. <laughs> All right, well, dinosaur for answer there. Play that audio. <laughs> yeah, probably not great. <laughs> Come to think of it, yeah. not great advice. No, just play that audio to your mum and say, if Zach was able to get a fish, yeah. surely I can have a rat. I think that's totally fair enough. Uh, that is all we've got time for in the Collective Noun Forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your ticket price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. A little earlier in the show, Zach, I was telling you the story of the barber who gave me a haircut today um, and and believes that there's a global vegan conspiracy to buy butchers and slowly uh, turn them to vegetarian meat. Yeah, that's right. I remember that story. Yeah. About an hour ago. (laughs) Pretty recent. Um... Here's the thing. That wasn't my only interaction with the, the barber today. Oh, we got another barber story coming We got another up. barber story. Really? I mean, we could have themed the show. Yeah, reset the pins. Yep. We're throwing another ball down this alley. <laughs> um, well, the barber, look, he was in a bad mood. Um, not just because of the vegans. He was in a really bad mood So today. the vegans started him off. Well, we should say alleged vegans. The, 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 There's no <laughs> proof of the theory that they were buying yes. butchers and putting yeah. fake meat in there. No, we, I, I'm pretty sure that's not happening. Um, but he was in a bad mood. And I could tell, because he was just kind of grumpy and whatever, and he said, how are you going? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. What about you? And he said, no, not great. And I said, why is that? And he says, well, I went to an ABBA tribute band last night. Now, okay. you, you know the 70s band ABBA, obviously Dancing Queen, Mamma Mia, 
Um, what's, what's, what are some of the big ABBA hits, apart from those? Waterloo. Waterloo, I think, is one of them. You, Something you, about money. Yeah, <laughs> money, money, money. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's, <not. laughs> that's ABBA, in a nutshell, basically. And he'd bought tickets to go to see an ABBA tribute band because, you know, you, you want to hear the hits of ABBA. ABBA, I don't think, tour anymore at this stage. And I was like, oh, yeah, and what the, the show wasn't good. And he said, well, they come out on stage <laughs> dressed in the ABBA costumes. And they announced at the start of the show that because of artistic integrity, they don't do the hits of ABBA anymore. <laughs> Artistic integrity <laughs> of a cover band. They'll only do some of the B-sides and some original interpretations. No, it's not artistic integrity. No. If they can't afford the right to them. <laughs> <laughs> the hits are too much. We can do the ones no one's heard of, though. I was just thinking, when you pay to go and see the whole point of a cover act... Yeah. Is to read. You, you don't go and see Just an Elvis impersonator, and the Elvis impersonator says, "I don't do any of his gear." I don't. Well, what are you thinking? If you go to a big artist, yeah, and see the actual people, yeah. and they don't play the hits, yes. that's pretty annoying. <laughs> Let alone when someone's doing an impersonation. Yeah. So look, so I feel for this barber because not only are the vegans substituting all of his meat out for meat substitutes, now suddenly he goes to see an ABBA tribute band, and they're not even playing the hits. So what was the speech about the uh, integrity? <laughs> Well, it was something along the lines of, we've made a decision to go in a new direction as a band. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I should mention, this is as they are dressed in the full costumes, as I said, with the makeup on and everything. And he said they got booed off stage. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. In the radio industry, thousands of people request an on-air shout-out every week. These shout-outs are carefully considered before just one is granted. This is Collective Nouns Shoutout Courtroom. That's right. The old radio law says we can only give out one shout-out a week on mm. 131060. This yep. is your chance, Dom. Can you just pass me my lawyer week, sorry? I forgot to get it the other day. Thank you. Beautiful. And let's enter the shout-out courtroom. And welcome in our first applicant, Ashley, in Brisbane. Ashley, what do you want to shout-out for this evening? Um, I'd like to shout-out to my boyfriend, Jesse, who's been away on course with the Air Force for six months, and I miss... Deadly. Okay. When when does Jesse get back? Do you have a return date? Uh, hopefully this Saturday. Hopefully this Saturday. Okay, great. Well, do you know what? I think uh, what a better way, Zach, to thank somebody for their service than to give them a shout-out. Of course. Um, absolutely. It's such a high honour getting a shout-out on the radio. Yeah. Well, it's the greatest honour. I think, does that go above the Order of Australia honours? Uh, as far as our show's concerned. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd say so. Uh, Matt is in Griffith. Welcome into the shout-out courtroom, Matt. What would you like a shout-out for? Yeah, mate, just want to give a shout-out to the Spin Chiller boys out of Bayada. Yep. They're my boys. They're your boys. How many boys are we talking about, Matt? Uh, we're talking about nine. nine or ten all up. Ten all up. Ten so, in- I'm just taking the record down here, Matt. Who were the boys again? Um, what, all their names? No, who did you describe them as? The Spin Chiller boys. The Spin Chiller boys. The Spin Chiller boys. Okay, well, we haven't, we haven't had the Spin Chiller Boys feature on this show before. But that's, I mean, all ten of them. We've had lots of crews, squads, boys. Uh, Never the Spin Chiller Boys. So that's Um, the first. Matt, can I ask, uh, have you got room in the Spin Chiller Boys for two others, or are you you guys pretty packed? Oh, we're always recruiting, mate. Always recruiting. Okay, Zach. Well, I'm just going to say, if we play our cards right into the shout-outs here. I mean, I don't want to lead the court, but you and I could become Spin Chiller Boys. Um, We do have Shway in Brisbane. Entering the shout-out court. And there one more applicant. What would you like a shout-out for, Shway? Hello. Oh, hey, sorry. Hey. I would like to 
shout out my best friend who just made a huge move. She just finished her uni and yep. she moved in with me. Wow. Okay, okay. so uh, how did she move in today or this week? Today, like exactly today. She finished her she finished her masters on Monday and she's moved in with me today. Wow. Well, that's a big week. That's a very highly educated Ooh. share house you've got going on there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, let's adjourn, Zach. Now, we do have to stress not all these people will get a shout-out on the radio. Of course not. That'll yeah, be Ashley uh, giving a shout-out or applying for a shout-out for mm. her boyfriend, Jesse. Yep. Matt to the Spinchilla boys and Shway to her best friend. Just finished uni. Mm. <sighs> this is a tricky one, it's Zach. It's so hard, I, I, mean, I need some help. I need some help. Well, look. There was an incentive offered to us. I feel like it could be corrupt if we take it. Is that corruption? Is that corruption well, of the we court? we run this court. We can do whatever we want. Oh, are you saying we Did not... you think... Yeah. D- is there a certain group that you want to be included with? I'm just saying, Zach, you can never have too many friends is the Dom face like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's make this official. This is an officially sanctioned and verified shout-out on behalf of Collective Noun, extended on this occasion to... Matt and the Spin Chiller Boys. The reason for this shout-out, as commissioned in a scheduled sitting of the shout-out courtroom, is... Uh, Dom would like to be included in your group. <laughs> this concludes all official shout-out courtroom business. Uh, congratulations, Matt. When is the next Spin Chiller Boys hangout? Zach and I will be there. Oh, mate, uh, 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. All right, great. We'll see you there, mate. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. A member of this radio show, Dom, has saved you potentially $20,000 in the last 24 hours, and you are totally unaware. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, the other night on the show, we were talking about times that Mm. you could have been robbed. This was after producer Michael made a mistake. Producer Michael had a very close call uh, with a near robbery today. We were hanging out at my place and he left the his car keys right in his door, basically, to his car. Uh, amazingly, they sat there for about 20 or 30 minutes before a jogger, kind-hearted jogger, good Samaritan, handed them in. Now you're having a bit of great fun. Yeah. How silly was Michael? Well, I mean, it's a bit of an idiot move to leave your keys hanging out the car on a busy street. Is it? Yeah. Is that an idiot thing to do? <laughs> what have I done? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> because do you know what the same producer, Michael, yeah. who you just called an idiot, <laughs> walked out of the studio yeah. in the middle of the night into the car park to find? What? I'm showing you the picture now. What can you see? <laughs> okay, this is the radio station car park. And my driver's... Is that my driver door to my car? Is wide open. Hang on. My back... The other night... Yeah. Is this tonight? Last night. Okay, right. The yeah. door on yes. your car That's right. was okay. wide open right. for three hours. <laughs> the radio station is situated in the middle of the city. The it car is. park is very visible it is. from the road. To a very busy road. <laughs> you had it there for three <laughs> hours with the door wide open. You're making fun of Michael for leaving the keys um, in. Yeah. Well, this is stupid. You had had the door open. This is stupid of me on numerous counts, right? Not only from a robbery point of view, but last time I left the door (laughs) to my car open for too long. As you know, I've said on the show before, a possum got in and pooed everywhere and scratched up the car. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what I just realized? What? What did you find in your car today that you told me earlier this afternoon? Under the seat. Oh, a dollar. That wasn't yours. Yeah. Could you be the victim of a reverse robbery? (laughs) Has someone gone through your open door <laughs> yeah. and left gold coins under your seat? 
<laughs> it's a robber with a heart of gold. <laughs> All he knows is how to steal, but he wants to turn his life around. He's breaking entering for good. Uh, this is a good time for on the show tonight. I'm going to do a full sweep of my car for like wildlife now <laughs> after that. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting Out on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.